It's time to get in the huddle with Carl Duke, Brian Baldinger, and Jason LaConfora. I went to Detroit uh, this week, uh, August uh, 8th. They scrimmaged the Giants, and it was a great day. It really was. Uh, it was the first of two scrimmages. Talked to Brian Dable and talked to Dan Campbell and talked to Joe Shane, a bunch of coaches on both sides. Talked to both quarterbacks, uh, Daniel Jones, Jared Goff. It was good. We, we have total access, a chance to sit and watch some of the practices, talk to Saquon Barkley. Um, he's got some legitimate concerns. I mean, they're going to have a rookie center in there, John Michael Schmitz. He looks good, but he's a rookie. And, you know, for Saquon, I mean, he, want, he wants to see in any back. This isn't just Saquon. This is any back in this league. They want to see if they're running a basic inside zone play, however you want to call it. There's only a couple different ways you block it depending on what the defense is doing. But generally, you're trying to get two double teams at the point on defensive tackles, however they deploy. And what you want to see from the running back is you want to see put the foot shoulder to shoulder movement up front. Because if you give that to Saquon, he's going to gain yards. He's going to find daylight. He's going to break an arm tackle. He's going to you know make somebody miss. Um, but, you know, there was games last year where the right tackle went down. They had injuries at center. Like, they had issues last year at some positions. Left guard was a, a, a position of flux. And so every time you get changes up front, the, the feel that a running back has with that group changes. And that's what Saquon's looking at. And it's a legitimate concern for any back when there's changes up front on the offensive line. And so then the scrimmages become really important to get, um, like I saw Saquon make a really good cut, um, you know, to his right in, in one particular inside drill because there was instant penetration up front. You know, for whatever reason, I'm not putting it on anybody, but it was a good cut. It's just that it's not really what you want to do. You want to kind of press the hole a little bit more than that and then make a cut. The receiving core for the Giants is really deep. I talked to Darren Waller. Like, I call him big and smooth because that's what he is. Big, smooth, and fast. Like, he's he's got a chance to be um, back in at the all-world level, you know, all-pro level. Um, he's got a chance to get back there. I mean, in all phases of the game. His route running, uh, the way that they're using him, the way they're moving him, it's special. But then, you know, this Jalen Hyatt is a – you know, you watch him at Tennessee, the, the, you know, the way that they played, you know, offense, I mean, he was just a go-route runner. And uh, played outside the numbers and, you know, didn't really run the route tree. But you watch him now. Like, he is fast and he can explode. And they are they're getting him the ball in a variety of ways. Like, he's going to make a difference. But then if you look at um, all the guys they have right now, like in the slot, whether it's Sterling Shepard looks good coming back after some, you know, some devastating injuries. And uh, he's got something to prove. And, you know, you get uh, uh, Jameson Crowder. And, you know, you go pick up a receiver that they had in Buffalo and has been in the league for 13 years in the slot. Um, you know, you look at Wandale Robinson, who will eventually come back. And you just look at, you know, what Isaiah Hodgins did last year. And, you know, and, um, you know, you look at uh, Darius Slayton. And you just keep going on and on and on. They've got, you know, they've got this, um, you know, so they, there's there's some real targets for Daniel Jones to throw to right now. This Eric Gray out of Oklahoma looks like the real deal. Now, they've got some guys on defense. This Jordan Riley, their seventh-round pick out of Oregon, 
Uh, you go back and you watch him at Oregon. I mean, he played – I think he went to four colleges. He was in junior college, North Carolina. He bounced all over the place. Finished at, at Oregon. But, you know, Andre Patterson came up to me, the defense line coach of the Giants, and just pointed him out, going, just keep your eye on him, Baldy. You know, he's young. and But, you know, last year the Giants had injuries at defense tackle. They ended up playing Big Cat Williams and Dexter Lawrence way too many snaps, and they were exhausted by the time they got to the playoffs. You got to rotate those guys. I mean, they're bit like they can play a lot of snaps, but you're going to get better play out of them if you can rotate them. And so, um, you know, Raheem Nunez Rochez has come in, and you know, but this Jordan Riley, just keep an eye, six five, three thirty. You know, lives in the A gap, can hold a point. Um, and then you you look at uh, Trey Hawkins. Uh, I think he was a six round pick, a corner out of Old Dominion, six three. 200 pounds, 437, 38-inch vertical, like crazy measurements to go with, you know, their first-round pick uh, who they who they love, um, you know, out of Maryland. So they've got two rookie corners that will get a lot of work in preseason. You'll see them this week, uh, actually tonight to, in Detroit. Both of them will probably play, I would imagine. It should be fun. And then, um, and, you know, and for, look, Detroit – you know, I talked to Barry Sanders, and I said, you know, Barry, like, they, they, they kind of switched out the running back room. You know, DeAndre Swift is gone, and Jamal Williams is gone, and here comes, you know, David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs, and he's like, yeah, but, you know, that Montgomery is really good. And, you know, Dan Campbell said, look, I, I was on the other side when he was in Chicago, and I saw that guy just break tackle after tackle, catch the ball, great blocker, like, he's just a great football player. And this Jameer Gibbs, Barry said, look, he's He's, he's a playmaker, you know, so that's fun. That's fun to watch, to watch uh, Jack Campbell, you know, at uh, middle linebacker and to see the, the, just to watch Aiden Hutchinson practice. Like it's not a surprise, but you know, he, he literally runs drill to drill. Like there's no lag. You see him afterwards. He's talking to all the media. He's in the ice tub. You know, he's, he's doing, he's just doing everything right. You know, um, last year, uh, you know, Daniel Jones, in one game last year, through two interceptions, and it was against the Lions, and one of them was Aiden Hutchinson. And Daniel Jones never saw him drop from his defensive position into the curl flat area, and he robbed this deep cross around to Slayton. And, you know, Aiden Hutchinson just has such versatility to him. But, uh, you know, they're, they're really good at corner now. Kirby Joseph, you know, really came on at free safety. Um, Amon Ross, St. Brown, you know, is an elite player. Uh, I saw this kid drumming, um, a free agent wide receiver that looks good to me. Kind of stood out, you know. So he's out of Eastern Michigan, drumming out of Eastern Michigan. So that was that was just a great day, a great scrimmage. I mean, no fights, good intensity. Although all the coaches said, you know, the offense line coach Bobby Johnson, the Giants, wasn't happy with the intensity. Dan Campbell wasn't happy, you know, in one of the periods about how they went about it. So nobody should ever be happy. No coach should ever be happy or content in any scrimmage after any preseason game. Like, it is all a process to get better. That They do embrace, Detroit does embrace the publicity they've gotten, and for good reason. I mean, they're a pretty well-built team. I think it'll be fun to watch.